0: So welcome to the Spacebot podcast, the e-commerce podcast for online retailers, brought to you by Space48.
1: I'm Rebecca, a project manager at Space48. And I'm Molly, head of marketing at Space48. Hello.
2: Hello. Hey. <laughs>
1: um, we're really excited to be co-hosting this podcast today in honor of International Women's Day. And today we have Tiffany Salmon, who is creative director at Amelia Knight and founder <laughs> of A Glow Hub, Sienza Beauty and Soak Sunday. I am. Quite a few brands there, so I can't yeah. wait to hear more about that. So welcome to Spacebar Podcast.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. So Tiffany, it's great to have you on. Um, we want to qu- cover quite a bit today, focusing mm-hmm. around you, your career journey, around e-commerce and especially working in the beauty industry. Um, but before we get into that, let's get to know you. Tiffany, we lightly touched on the brands that you founded. Um, Please can you give us an intro to yourself and how you came to find these brands? Sure.
2: How long have you got? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's a a nice story really. It's a family business. So um, Amelia Knight is my family business. I've done that since I was 18. So I went to uni for about a month, then went there, um, where we did cosmetic gifting really for the high street and that quickly turned into being a fully cosmetic business. Um and we supply private labels. So for people who don't know what that is, so I will have designed a lot of brands that you have on your shelf for retailers. So it might be um like when Devonems was around we used to do them their cosmetics for them, their gifting. Um, I can't really mention the ones that are still going because it's like classified yeah. but um <laughs> so I do a lot of that basically so we do a lot of um creating of brands um for retailers for for other brands that you would know that are on your shelves um and I did that for a very long time and then you know I've got a big MPD team a big graphic design team and I found that a lot of people wanted to be like fast following they didn't want to be the first people to launch something to the market because mm-hmm. they were like oh there's, there's that was a brave decision. Yeah. So after like pitching trends and then people being like, No, I think we're gonna wait, um, and then I'd see some like a brand launch it and I'd be like, I, I told you so. <laughs> I knew that was coming, yeah. we could have done that for you. I decided to do it myself. Wow, um, wow. basically. And that's the whole the whole idea. Started with Ciencha, um, which is um probably my more premium price point, um, and then fast following with Glowhub. Um, so yeah, Glowhub came about when I was researching for Siencha and I was like, mm. there's nothing here to serve the teenage market that's cool, relatable, yeah. educational. Yeah. Um, and so Glowhub was born and Glowhub's probably the bigger of the brands now. Wow. Yeah, and obviously Soak Sunday, that was born um third mm-hmm. <laughs> in lockdown. Talk about them like they're my children. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well they are, <laughs> Thank I you pretty much I well. I've invested a lot. Um so yeah, that was came during lockdown. Both Glowhub and Soak Sunday came during lockdown. I was I um, was gonna ask you about yeah, that, like whether that did, it was
0: kind of like a lockdown baby or something yeah. that was like a passion project yeah, throughout
2: your well, life kind of both glow hub was on the cards but it was very much came and launched during um during lockdown but soak sunday it's very much about um coming back to nature it's 100 natural mm. ingredients it's sustainable glass packaging and um, it's very much about like self-care from mm. home creating a yeah. spa experience at home which nobody could get so it yeah. came very naturally during lockdown and it's just like a really bougie but attainable so mm. what i was passionate about was making sure that um sustainability and indulgence doesn't have to come at a price point mm, as well, in yeah. um commercially it doesn't have to be so expensive
0: it's very expensive isn't it to make a business sustainable yeah, but also
2: um that indulgence and sustainability don't have to come at a price as well mm. you because it's a really attainable price point you know like 12 pounds for a bath, bath oil yeah, that's 100% yeah. natural full of essential oils so yeah that's,
0: that's mad honestly it's like you were Whilst I was like jumping around to Courtney Black,
2: <laughs> you were building businesses. Oh, <laughs> it's a stressful time. Like, and I had two both. kids at home as well. <laughs> I had like children set my oh, wow. while doing it. So, no, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, you, crazy. you are Her one palpitations woman. Palpitations when I think about lockdown. It's <laughs> <laughs> never like you oh, go back. It's just <laughs> the heaviest time ever. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Amazing. Also, especially around the sustainability side yeah. of things, which we'll definitely get into later. Yeah. Um, and also around building a business in the e- like lockdown, mm. e-commerce industry boomed, and obviously yeah. people mm. couldn't be yeah in store It was shopping. crazy though.
2: I, I don't. I won't go into it now, but about launching a brand in lockdown, yeah, um, mm. uh, and how it kind of like even the playing field a bit. Yeah. Mm. But we can touch so, on it a bit later. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, I was going to ask actually. Yeah. So when you mentioned before, obviously you've got Globe Hub kind of came out, and it was sort of targeted to the younger audience, audiences. Mm. Um, so how do you kind of market the 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 products from the different companies if you're targeting i'm I'm assuming you're targeting different audiences how do you market
2: so is pretty much millennial so we actually say is like 16 to 60 it's just really good skincare it's targeted for anybody that wants to have amazing skin but it is a slightly higher price point Mm. glow hub is very much alpha gen z um and it's very education based but in like a fun relatable way so well, like I said, when I launched it, it was like the only things you could really get on the market were. Clarasil, or you know, mm-hmm. I remember Mum taking me for like my Clinique three-step set, and there's like a toner yeah. that would burn your skin off. Like, <laughs> they were the only options, but I really wanted to like tap into that step thing. So like, okay, break it down for me. I'm overwhelmed. There's so much skincare yeah. on the market. I don't know what goes in what mm. order. I don't know. Do I need hyaluronic acid? Yeah. What is it? Is acid? Is an acid gonna burn my skin? Yeah. No, it's a humectant gonna mm. give you gorgeous, glowy, plumpy, dewy skin. Mm-hmm. But like, I know that. But you know, teens don't. Mm-hmm. So I really was passionate about doing something that would debunk the myth hacks like just break it down and make it simple so that's how we talk to yeah. our audience basically mm. that's what we do um in our packaging on our site so you know on the site we've got the quiz we've got tons of blog content we've got mm. um you know obviously we use our social media channels heavily TikTok is massive for us yeah um and that I know we'll talk about TikTok a bit more but that just gives like a, an immediate voice like directly yeah. to your consumer yeah, to explain about the products, how you use them, don't be overwhelmed but even to the emojis that we use on our packaging. So we have in Purify and Brighton, for example, we've got blueberry and black tea. So we use a little blueberry and a tea bag icon. It's super clear. Yeah. The brand's called... Pure, that That franchise is Purify and Brighton. Like I know exactly what it's doing. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of... The marketing cuts through all the way from like what's on the pack to how I talk about it on t- our TikTok Live. Yeah. You know, So, um, yeah, it's just relatable, easy, mm. not overwhelming. Yeah, that's exactly and, what you need, yeah. isn't it? And I think that the thing now is it's like that direct cut through consumers are savvy like uh, they want to know that they're going to come to you and directly ask you a question there's nowhere to hide now you'd say put put a tv advert out that says have glowy skin it's like "Mm mm-hmm. how yeah how do we do that sorry um so yeah yeah Yeah. it's all about
1: authenticity isn't it it, absolutely yeah and you're so right about simplifying it because All these different products, and also if you use them together, they can yeah yeah mix can together. you might be yeah. using a toner
2: yeah. and a cleanser that both got glycolic in, and you might be using yeah. it three it times a week. It. It's yeah. like whoa, your moisture barrier guys, come on! Yeah. <laughs> so, but they they don't know that like yeah. it might not say on the front of pack mm-hmm. that it's got glycolic in it. It might just be like a glow toner. Glow Hub's all about education, so it was like you'd land on the site, and then there's like this quiz that basically navigates and fires out a bit of a prescription for you what you'd need. So again, like and that's sort of a real converter for us. It's mm-hmm. not just like something they come and then it's really easy because it fires out like what Mm. products we recommend that they should buy it's definitely the case like when even when like lockdown happened Mm. and people couldn't shop in the
1: store they don't have that in store experience do they Mm. so they need that guidance online with those kind of quizzes
2: Mm. educational content I love all of that like Mm. just like that consumer journey whether it's like on the actual product or like on site it's the same thing it's like somebody needs to pick something up off a shelf now and be able to know exactly what it does within like three seconds And it's the same on on TikTok on your site like if you've not got them instantly I kind of know what that is tell me a bit more Mm. you kind of lose them. Yeah. It's it's the same. Don't go elsewhere and find yeah. it, it's like coming through the noise now yeah, as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So we've just launched a survey around consumer shopping in the beauty, grooming and cosmetics industry. So this episode ties in really nicely yeah. with that. Um, I think it'd be really insightful to get what your insights are on it and mm-hmm. about the findings. Um, so one of the stats that came out of the survey was that 90% of shoppers rank brands that use influence as a deciding factor in their purchase journey um I imagine that this doesn't surprise you obviously mm-hmm. we know influencer <laughs> marketing is massive I think it's more around what interests me is how you
2: decide on what influencers you mm. use in your marketing and how you know that they're authentic to your brand just think authenticity is key like gone are the days where big brands and that's what I was saying kind of about lockdown is it leveled the playing field in terms of people's budget yeah so like um they couldn't people they couldn't fly 10 influencers to the Maldives and put mm. a fake tan in the hand and that was it like they couldn't do that so people had to be creative but Mm -hmm. I think things times have changed away from that and I think it's all about authenticity so we would never work with an influencer that's never used our product before we don't have huge budgets you know we're very much startup levels of, of budget but We would never pay somebody that had never had the product before. Mm. Um, It's all about finding somebody that, you know, gifting them and let them try the product. If they come back to us and say they like it, then, um, okay, let's move to the next stage. But it has to be true and it has to, um, the content also has to feel true for them. Like I've heard so many influencers saying, I got this brief that was like totally scripted or it was like, I want it to look exactly Mm. like this. that's going to look terrible. It's not going to perform well. They're going to be stiff on camera. It's like, I'm going to gift you something. If you like it, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they tend to, if they do like it, they'll jump on and talk about it anyway. So Amelia Olivia, she's... um, almost like an ambassador for us now like um we have a really good relationship we do do paid pieces with her but it started by us gifting her scar slayer you may have seen scar slayer it's gone viral on tiktok can't keep it in stock which is amazing but so she kind of kicked off that moment for us in that we gifted it to her and she came on she did it before and after um and that's when it kind of all started from there and she would she just organically spoke about it and i would never really jump into a partnership with anybody unless they organically yeah enjoyed the product because it just will not come across as as authentic and you know and then that ties into like tiktok and how they see one creator that they see and then they want to talk about it and then it kind of like filters down and that's kind of how products go viral but it has to be sparked off by that moment of a product actually really working yeah Yeah,
0: that's i was gonna ask something about that it's so interesting though because as a consumer, you re- especially when you're looking on TikTok, you really can tell yeah. when it's organic, yeah, when it's yeah. authentic. Because it's like a
2: passion in their voice. Yeah, that exactly. Not like like oh, this really even works. when yeah. it says even when it says ad, like mm-hmm. you know if that person yeah. uses that
0: product, so like for sure you know. And
2: I also do find that like people, Amelia Olivia, she has a, like she's got a big data base yeah. of fans that they've seen her talk about. It before it said ad, do you know what I mean? It yeah, might say gifted yeah, exactly. or something. So they, and she, li- she, she talks about the, my acids all the time. Like she'll go on holiday and she took them all in a travel bag and started talking about them. And I was like, Yay. yeah. But I didn't pay her to do that. It's because yeah. she loves the product, and mm-hmm. I, that's when it works. And that's like the sweet spot. I think yeah. you can chuck money down the drain literally paying kim kardashian to talk about something. oh god yeah because you and know that's would just not, fail yeah. like yeah, we, it's we, just you know we, we tried it's, a, it's really like test pieces isn't yeah, it and like yeah. especially at the beginning mm-hmm. um with Sientra as well like when we just dived in um and it just the, the, the market's all changed as well mm-hmm. like tiktok are normal people it's not, they don't look like kim kardashian tiktokers yeah, exactly. look like your mate in the bedroom yeah. it's yeah. not all it needs for to be relatable. show yeah, yeah you can yeah. completely relate to them
1: yeah yeah that's it isn't it it's like the celebrity kind of influencer mm-hmm. has not died a death, but people mm-hmm. don't really believe in it because they can't relate. Yeah, It's yeah. like more like the micro influencers, the macro yeah. influencers, and yeah. 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 experts better. as well. Yeah. yeah, I like the uh, three words that came up there it's like partnership, community, mm. and authenticity. Yeah, I think if brands think about that when they're um, targeting influencers, then they should be on the right
2: track. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. more longevity in that as well. Mm. Like, it's otherwise it's just a flash in the, in the exactly. pan, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like it's been and gone, whereas mm. you build those relationships. Um, and you get the feedback from it and yeah. it becomes, you know, like a like a partnership. Yeah. Um,
0: People will associate that person with
1: that brand yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just nice segue into social media. Um, obviously, we know it's so important for brands when it comes to acquiring, converting and also brand advocacy, uh, building that community as well. Um, so, we've talked about TikTok there. So, yeah. how it's become a powerful force with the potential to boost product visibility uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> purchase intent. Um, <clears throat> Instagram, again, also a great platform for influencer marketing how would you say social media trends have impacted the way you market your brand from like the whole journey yeah.
2: so like when Scar Slayer, for example yeah. has gone viral and um, the wand or the serum on um, TikTok and we sell out even across our partners they're, like, they sell out so yeah. like it just has that immediate impact even if they don't buy it via, via TikTok yeah. they'll go to our partners yeah, exactly. and buy it and you like pushing you can change your banner like that to like yeah. get the TikTok viral product before it's gone yeah. and, like yeah. that's the beauty of e-com you can't do that in a store you mm. can't go around and visually no, merchandise on. 150 stores yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but like you can immediately react. It's so yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah.
0: There's so much validity in it, I think, yeah. because you know that if it's on that trending in the in the navigation that people are using it, people are swearing by it, people are like promoting it mm-hmm. off their own back. So there's validity in that and then you can trust it and then I'm happy to buy it. Without yeah. even watching a TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So you sure. could not even use TikTok and yeah. then see that and be exactly. like, okay, well,
2: yeah, it's like yeah. it's gone viral. It's was like, oh, mm-hmm. gone viral for a reason. But yeah, it exactly. Is, yeah, there are occasions where like a product's even like a prop. So it's a prop that's a makeup yeah. product that goes yeah. along well with a good song that's trending on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. any products will sell out. Like that, that doesn't yeah. happen to us. It's less so in skincare, I think. Yeah. But um, anything that also that has that like instant gratification. So like, there's an immediate effect that can yeah. be visually seen on TikTok. Like yeah. people, that we we will design products specifically for tiktok yeah. now yeah. like yeah. right obviously it always has to be an amazing product to have yeah. a place because otherwise people will only buy it once mm-hmm. and you want that repeat purchase but like what's got that instant gratification is now a conversation i'm having when i'm creating a product yeah. um, like a clay mask like i want it to dry down and i want to visually mm. see it in the pores so mm. that on tiktok people can see it and they can see it working yeah. as well as like what ingredients are going to go into wow. it that's now part of the conversation that's amazing isn't it oh how, how often do you think that it's
0: like the 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 product is selling itself, or do you think that it's look, or is it is it strategy? I yeah. suppose if it wasn't a good product, people would get it and they'd be like, yeah. "This is like the the viral viral bodysuit," yeah. and then people try it that aren't. Yeah. Selling it, yeah, and they're like, Oh my god, it's literally see through, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's awful.
2: <laughs> Wait, I still have a belly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally. I'm not scared. <laughs> um, no, but I think that it is, you're right, it has to be both. Yeah. So, you have to create a product mm. because it's a good product. Mm. Um, but I think that it is about those moments about like before and afters, for example, that is something I'll always go back to because it is that one thing that can start a viral moment mm, yeah. um, and if if you see somebody doing a viral moment but it's, it's also it ties into other creators wanting to get views on their on their own work and then they want to grow so it's kind of like it feeds into itself and snowballs yeah. and it kind of like snowballs down like this so you start off with somebody like Amelia Olivia, she loves the product, people her voice is valid, mm-hmm. they, they believe what she says, her skin is incredible yeah. um, and and so other people kind of buy the product and go off the back of that and create similar content and then the yeah. people below them see it and so it, it turns into this viral moment but I think what you have to, Scar Slayer sold out like three times and Hydration Heroes sold out four times um, from these, these viral moments but they still, they continue to sell out because yeah. they're good people are coming back every month to buy them because the, the product's really good and it's a really good price point then obviously you have like tiktok shopping mm. um where there's like these crazy discounts on brands even brands like charlotte tilbury are doing wild discounts it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like a phenomenon it's yeah. like tiktok shopping is this whole new world yeah of craziness. But, like tiktok shopping we we actually um i don't know if i'm going into a segue of a different question here no, but fine. like in terms just go of uh, tiktok we we one of the first brands at TikTok Approach to do actual live stream TikTok shopping. Wow. Oh, where they sit yeah. at the table, they've and got like the products. Pioneering, yeah, like those cool. new ways to interact with customers and how, how they can consume product basically. Um, and so we've been doing actual live TikTok shopping for a couple of months now and it's really, really it's really good. And the thing about TikTok that's different to Instagram is you like at TikTok you have an account manager. There's yeah. a there's a person. There's a mm-hmm. real person. Yeah. And you're not being tricked by an algorithm or constantly mm-hmm. trying to catch up with an algorithm like Instagram. They kinda they want it to work. Yeah, yeah they do. Um I think, I think so. there's that cash stream revenue, mm-hmm. more like recruiting in China and that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like actual shopping and revenue for TikTok as well. So they want it to work. But um it's We've both been like a case study for each other in terms of like making that work. Um, and when I first did it, I was like, whoa, I feel like a QVC host. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, and today's flash offer is, and oh, ding, 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 yeah. right now, you can wow. do this. You it like, yeah. It's like it's, a casino yeah, thing, yeah. isn't it? And it's and crazy. I came out and I was like, I just feel like I've sold my soul. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? we back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm both honestly, Wall Street. Um, right, honestly, yeah. like, and that first one we did, I think we took like 80 quid revenue in two hours. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. But like, you just you stick with it, and like, keep it going learnings and we were doing like two we were doing two a week like Mm -hmm. really intense for a while but we learned so much and it's actually really fun and we now have like an amazing community of people i was talking to my team the other day and we have people uh, like regular people that come and sit on our tiktoks not on our lives and our, our shopping and um they talk to each other now, and like yeah. somebody'll ask a question and they'll answer it for them. It's really it's so cute. interactive yeah. with yeah. the customer, isn't and, like, it? Sometimes people say, "Oh, this isn't a real product," and so you'll have like a proper brand warrior be like, "Of course, it's a real yeah. product. You'll find them here, here, and here yeah. and here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's really good. Well, it's like a great. proper community, yeah. and they they all like, and it's like that direct access to a brand founder or the brand marketing manager mm-hmm. or the product development or like yeah. people in the lab it's mm-hmm. crazy that like for big brands yeah. that are sat on shelves of mm-hmm. like people like Beauty Bay people can ask you a direct question
0: yeah and it's changed marketing just mm-hmm. so much as well because if you think about it like 10 years ago it's so much production yeah. just to sell one product like mm. you've got to fly people out This yeah, like it's a- wild.
2: And it's rubbish as well because it's just budget. Yeah. And it was so frustrating. It's like... Because you might not even reach anyone. You might not reach your target audience. Whereas now, you know exactly who they are and TikTok can just push it out. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like budget dependent. It's about being creative and... Really like true like round table brainstorming like yeah. being really reactive yeah. to things like you said TikTok trends changing daily yeah um so uh, if you went and spent two weeks doing a production on a on a video or something mm. the trend's gone yeah, yeah. So to me yeah. you have to just get out and sometimes yeah. a lot of the time it won't work sometimes it will and it's a win and it's yeah. like oh, yeah I did it <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's like it. just more
1: reactive relatable as yeah. well rather than these like lifestyle shoots yeah, with like the exactly. glossy models yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: on the topic of kind of introducing people to your products, how beneficial do you see like sampling or boxes, subscription boxes, those Mm. kind of things where you can be introduced to new products. And one of the stats we got was 89% of those surveys said that receiving free samples was a deciding factor for making a purchase. So I know that you work with a lot of new product launches. How do you go about making this a success? I wonder if sort of sending out samples is a part of this strategy. Yeah.
2: If you look at the investment like you say from like as me as a product development person, mm. MOQs like minimum order quantities on buying components mm. for like minis is massive and it's a huge investment and also like cost-wise, you mm. component for 30 mil versus a 50 mil is very similar. Yeah. Um it's actually it's so creating something that's slightly smaller isn't that much cheaper than creating right. a full size. Yeah. Um and it's like a massive investment to do that mm. so like investing in ecom tech versions of that have, like for us have been really um, it's been really valuable. Definitely paid for itself in terms of, and um, also, so if somebody takes the the quiz to do their um, skin tone test, mm. we've got twenty six shades, so you know they need that help when we're not in a bricks and mortar store. If they buy and it doesn't match, they'll get a full refund and exchange. So um, just investing in those like tech pieces online is yeah. really important. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like a bit like a new version of sampling, mm. um, in in that way. Amazing. So I think just probably like one final
1: one around um, the survey itself. Um one last topic was around sustainability, which we touched on earlier. Mm. Um, I know there's like a lot of pressure on brands out and consumers uh, from consumers, sorry, yeah. to make brands more sustainable from like the product itself to the mm. packaging, yeah. um, your brand in particular. So Sunday is yeah. a sustainable brand. How important is that having a sustainable business model for you?
2: um very I think that there's just a lot more social responsibility across yeah. the board even for consumers mm-hmm. now I think they feel the pressure right rightly so we all should I think yeah. we've all seen things that things have been brought to light as simple as David Attenborough's you know um documentaries but I think it's very clear to all of us that we all have a responsibility and need to do those things so obviously we have Soak Sunday so we have Soak Sunday where um you know every element of the brand is sustainable through to being carbon neutral fully glass and um aluminium packaging that can all be dismantled and recycled all of the ingredients are 100 percent natural mm. um and that, that kind of thing the packaging is fsc card um made from recycled source printed with soy ink so all of that but mm. that's kind of like top level yes. i think because of who we are as amelia knight as a business and so- soak sunday Cientia, um and glow Hubble being part of that family yes. We manufacture the products, so it means we have complete control. So I know my supply chain is me, do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I've got full traceability on every ingredient, so you need to be sustainable through your ingredient sourcing, where those are coming from. Um, you need th- there's things like um, forever plastics. So there's been a few brands ah. which I won't, won't name, but on like, BBC News that are using these forever plastics yeah. are about mm. to be banned. We wouldn't we we do not oh, use those in any right, of our. Yeah. In, but That's I know really. that because I'm the supplier. Yeah. But those brands now will be in a sticky situation mm. where they have to go yeah. to three, four, different, five different suppliers probably for across numerous products to try and find out what crikey what's in there. Yeah. But I've got on a, on house QC team, so I, we just try to be. We're fully vertically integrated, basically. So I know exactly what's in every single product. I know where it's come from. I know if it's ethically sourced. I know how sustainably it's been sourced. I know um, I, I'm very clear on when we're sourcing things, whether it's PCR or whether it's um, uh, a refill option like and so we we weave that through our entire business where we can you know there's times when you can't be perfect Mm. um we could definitely do more but we're constantly striving to do more and i do think that there's this uh, again back to authenticity as long as you're honest with your Mm -hmm. consumer Mm. then you're going in the right direction so okay i'm not perfect but i'm Mm. trying by this point i'm gonna pledge to do this Um, and obviously we're cruelty free as a business to leaving bunny standards across everything vegan um, and again, all the other things that I said. So, yeah, I think sustainability is really important. And but again, it's you can't be perfect. And yeah, if you turn, s- turn something plastic into glass, somebody mm-hmm. will be cross with you because it costs yeah. more mm. in carbon to fly it in because it's yeah. heavier. So I think you have to pick your pledge yeah. and do that and then re-look at yourself and think, okay, what's next? How can I get, get better? But I think the consumers have to understand through a massive supply chain, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that they do. Yeah. As long as you're, you're moving in the right direction and doing what you can as quick as you can then. That's, that's it yeah uh, where do you mm-hmm. think it's where do you think it's going like what do you think the goal is mm. Oh, that's a big question. I think yeah. there's, there's lots yeah. of different things where that, Atom, that, cook, that change all of the time. It's like lab-based versus um, yeah. natural ingredients. I, d- I don't buy that. It's whatever works mm. for your brand in yeah. terms of what does well. So Cientra and Glow Hub have both have natural extracts, which, by the way, those natural extracts are made in a lab. And then also, because not, they're not pulled out the ground, yeah. put, yeah. they go through a lab process. Um, and then I'll use hyaluronic acid as well with my avocado because that's what's best for the product yeah. and that's what I think is gonna give you the best results. So there are plant-based brands out there. Cool, that's it, but that's mm. not what entry is. And yeah. It's not what Glow Hub is. I want it to yeah. be a really hard-working formula that does well um, does well for your skin and, does, and, and sort of treats your skin mm. the best way that it can mm-hmm. rather than putting it in like a little bucket. Mm. Um, and then there's other things about like that, tran- as long as you're translucent through everything that you're doing and you're telling the customer everything that you're doing which is completely new by the way like it used to be yeah. when it was like l'oreals and Cotys and all of that it wasn't mm, like that but yeah. social media has changed that like you, you can't hide there's nowhere to hide now so the, where's it going who knows it's ever evolving but we'll be kept on our toes i know yeah, for, that. Sure. for sure as we should be i yeah, think it's exactly. right isn't
1: it? it's like what your, what's best for your brand and doing mm. right by the brand and
2: and what does your consumer want yeah, yeah. exactly yeah.
1: we actually did a podcast recording last week that'll be coming out soon not sure when yet but it was with a guy who has created a brand called no carbon mm. okay and what he does is he helps brands like they'll be able to tell him the product and he'll be able to come up with the carbon footprint mm. really interesting yeah. stuff like yeah. working with a brand like unilever for instance mm. not just about the it's product's actual um, carbon footprint itself but when uh, customers take that home, mm. have showers with the shower gel, how many yeah. showers they're oh, having. Yeah, so yeah, so listen up for that one as well. Yeah. Cool, oh, we we will. Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think,
0: nice. I think we're coming We're coming close to the end, which is so annoying because there's so yeah. many things that I really want to ask. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, I could go on when for talk like another hour. <laughs> 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 yeah, honestly, I could go on for another hour. I really could, yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you a question because I feel like I've kind of always been a person, which probably isn't that good for my, um, my personality, but mm-hmm. I've always been the kind of person that sort of thought up an idea and been like, oh, do you know what? That's such a great idea. Like, I'd love to go out and do that and then I never yeah. do anything about it. I've just kind I've of got said, a little list of those in my head as
1: well. <laughs> I have to just slow down.
0: Yeah, um, But I just, I just thought it'd be worth asking, like, as a successful entrepreneur, what advice would you give to someone, like a woman mm. who wanted to start out a business in e-commerce?
2: Okay. I say this to a woman or a man. To be honest, I've been asked this question a few times, um, and what I would say is there are loads of good ideas, right? But what you have to do is carve out your space. So mm. if you've got a good idea, brilliant. But like, take a step back from it and look at it from the consumer point of view. What's going to make you, as a consumer, choose that over something else? Yeah. So is it already in the market? Possibly, probably. It's a busy market. And mm-hmm. um, look at it and think, what can I do to make mine better? And yep. whether that's it's going to be slightly cheaper, it's going to be slightly more sustainable, it's going to look better. If you can tick as many of those boxes as you can or my marketing is going to be better because yep. I've got this route to market. Mm. So it's one thing having a good idea. One, you need a plan. Although I just had a tattoo recently of um, this, fingers crossed, because that's basically my motto but in it's life. It's like cross your fingers start. and, <laughs> and yeah, go for yeah. it, basically. Um so have a plan but don't wait till the plan's perfect but basically what's going to make your product or your service better than what's already available because there's there's so much it's the consumer market's so busy now Mm. what's going to make people buy yours over other people's yeah that would be my advice yeah and also be brave it's not going to be perfect and it's going to be really hard work Mm. and there'll be times when you think i just can't do it anymore i've tried everything i can i really don't think it's going to work I have them daily. Yeah. Um, but then you just kind of dig deep, go to sleep, and the next day it feels better, I and mean, you, you, you kind of look to the future. Yeah. Wow, that's it's kind of I that fear, that. isn't it? The, yeah. fear,
0: the fear of not, not making it or the fear of yeah. being laughed at as well. Yes, and also, well. but that is the
2: worst, what's worse, the fear of yeah, no, no. always having in your mind, I wish I'd done that, yeah. or the fear of someone yeah. going to yeah, laugh it's at you. So true. Actually, the people yeah. that are laughing at you are thinking, shit, I wish I was brave enough to do that. Yeah, they yeah. are I'm jealous. Yeah. jealous. Yeah. Jealousy is a disease, get well soon. Yeah, that's it, we're done. I love that. Be brave. Yeah, yeah. My dad always said to me. My dad's a bit of a legend. <laughs> I don't think so. But he's, he always says he's also my boss. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, we're a family business. Mum, dad, and four brothers. Oh wow! Um, so he always says to me, surround yourself with people that know how to do things better than you yep. do, and it's like don't be threatened by other people that are better than you. Yeah, just be. Fine, you do that job, you do it better than I do. Great. I'm gonna sit here and learn from you and we're kinda mm-hmm. gonna grow together. Yeah, yeah. And also just to be nice to people, because like you yeah. never know when you're gonna need that person mm-hmm. yeah. as well. So don't so like Definitely. don't think being a badass bitch is the yeah. way to go actually. Yeah. Just being nice, understanding what other people are doing and their little struggles as well, yeah. and kind of like growing together. Yeah. When I started doing what I did with brands, I'm I'm like a product development person. I love product and mm-hmm. like that relationship with the consumer but i've never done marketing in my life i'd like create a product and give it to someone else goodbye that's all right let's make a new one and I lo- honestly had to ask so many questions. There's all these acronyms and like, what the hell does that mean? There is a lot what, of acronyms. Like, mm. What's PPC? Yes. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, I still don't really know. I definitely don't. Don't ask any stupid questions. Yeah. And that's the other thing about like, you can sit back and be like, that's a silly question. Yeah. Like, but you'll think people, it's not. Yeah. They maybe have been thinking, oh yeah, gosh, she asked that because I do not know. to yeah. yeah. oh, so and that's so how you do have to, you do have to do that to learn. And I, I ask super junior people questions. Mm, you yeah, know, and, um, 100%. and um, they tell, they teach me stuff, and yeah. I, that's the way it should be. Yeah, so true. I think it. I remember
1: that start. And I used to be a bit scared to ask questions. Yeah. you didn't want to feel silly, but then as you get further in your career, you Does. know that yeah. Yeah. you're not going to feel silly. Yeah. Just ask yeah. the question. Yeah. Yeah. One
0: of the one of the PMs I was talking to the other day, and they were talking about, um, they were just talking about sales and stuff, and like people's shopping habits and all that kind of thing and I mentioned TikTok shop and he was literally like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, well, it's this thing. And it was like, I knew so much yeah. more than him at one thing for one. Because I'm so new to e-commerce that I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly mm-hmm. asking questions yeah. and finding things and out every day. Mm-hmm. So um, it was quite nice to actually have the roles reversed yeah. a
2: little bit and be yeah. like, yeah. well, just sit down a minute. Yeah. 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 Just sit down a moment. I'll just uh... stay.
1: Space 48's resident TikTok expert. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone.
2: Well, I think
1: that's a good time to wrap it up. But thank you. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. It's been a great episode. It. Really it's been good.
0: fab. I'm yeah. so glad that we've got to end it because honestly, there's like a million and one things I want to ask you, you guys. go on all day.
2: Yeah. We'll do C- keep us after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've
1: absolutely loved it. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for listening to the Spacebar podcast. Please remember to leave a review and share the podcast with your network. For more information about us, please visit www.space48.com or find us on social media for the latest e commerce content. Also, if you want to check out the health beauty survey that we were referring to in this podcast, go to space48.com forward slash downloads. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Spacebar, a podcast brought to you by Space48, 8 a UK-leading CX and e-commerce platform specialist. If e-commerce content's your thing, then please be
2: sure to subscribe to hear more. Do you like what you've heard? Or is there room for improvement? Please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.